You're listening to the Break It Down podcast. This is a special episode. sounds a little different as the Managing Director for Nigeria Health Watch speaks with Dr. Ahmed Uma, the Deputy Director General of the Africa Center for Disease Control and Prevention, on shaping the continent's new public health order. Episode 5 is the second of two episodes focused on the Conference on Public Health in Africa, CPHIA, which is taking place in Lusaka, Zambia, between the 27th and 30th of November 2023. The CPHIA provides a unique African-led platform for leaders across the continent to reflect on lessons learned in health and science and align on a way forward for creating a more resilient health system. This year, Nigeria Health Watch is an official media partner and we will be hosting two side events at the conference in Lusaka. Registration is open now, so please register on cphia.com or nigeriahealthwatch.com. Hello, my name is Vivian Ihekwazu. Thank you for joining me once again for this Break It Down podcast series. The Break It Down podcast series organized by Nigeria Health Watch is a platform we use to encourage engagement and awareness around various health issues that we advocate for. By informing listeners, we want to ensure that they are better equipped to understand health policies, empowering them to ask the right questions to duty bearers, and hold our duty bearers accountable for better health care. As we gear up for the third International Conference on Public Health in Africa, taking place in Lusaka, Zambia, between the 27th and 30th of November, in line with the conference theme, our Break It Down podcast is going to reflect on lessons learned in health and science and align on a way forward for more resilient health systems. If you have not registered yet, Go ahead, please do so on the CPHIA conference website. So uh, let's get started. In the last episode, Dr. Magda Robalo, president and co-founder Institute for Global Health and Development, spoke about the need for a strengthened public health workforce to achieve Africa's health security agenda. She highlighted the need for better funding for health on the continent to deliver quality services, while also spotlighting innovation and scientists coming up with breakthrough innovations that will help the continent leapfrog. If you have not listened to that podcast yet, you can check it out on our website and social media platforms. Go ahead and please take a listen as soon as you can. So in this episode today, we are going to discuss Africa's call for a new public health order. What does this public health order mean for Africa? How will it be achieved? These are questions our guests today will be breaking down.
With me today is Dr. Ahmed Ogwell Umar, the Acting Deputy Di Director General of Africa CDC. Hello, Dr. Ahmed. We are really pleased to have you with us here today. Can you uh, please introduce yourself to our listeners? Well, thank you. Thank you, Viviane, and uh, thank you to Nigeria Health Watch for um, uh, giving me the opportunity to share some thoughts um, in your uh, Break It Down uh, podcast. My name is uh, Ahmed Oguel Uma, uh, the Acting Deputy Director General at um, uh, the Africa CDC, essentially responsible for programs at um, uh, the institution. And it's my pleasure to be here. Really lovely to have you with us today. As you know, the theme for this episode of Break It Down is the new public health order, the health security agenda and strategies for expanding manufacturing of vaccines, diagnostics and therapeutics. I think we can all agree that the African continent has shown effective and strong leadership throughout the COVID-19 pandemic response and Dr. Ahmed and her team, of course, being very much behind that. And really, lessons were learned from previous outbreaks, and they were able to act quickly to limit the impact of the virus. However, the response also exposed the weaknesses and inequities that we all witnessed in the global health ecosystem. We experienced the unequal access to diagnostics, to therapeutics, and other medical countermeasures. Um, Dr. Ahmed, you know, you have extensive experience at the World Health Organization, over four years experience at the Africa CDC, playing a leadership role as the continent responded to the COVID-19 pandemic. So our Break It Down podcast today is really going to get under the skin of some of these issues and really hear from you how the continent better responded and what this new public health order means. As I mentioned, Africa CDC was really at the front line of shaping Africa's new public health order. So can you briefly explain to our audience, what does this new public health order for Africa mean? Well, thanks, thanks Vivian. Um, it is true that um, we have learned a lot of lessons, not just from the COVID-19 pandemic, but from the over 100 different outbreaks that we see on the continent of Africa annually. And by the way, the numbers are increasing, um, uh, which is good, means our systems are picking them up, and not so good because it means that our health systems continue to be under a lot of pressure as a result of these um, uh, health uh, emergencies and disease threats. <clears throat> so we have learned a lot of lessons. These lessons led us um, much earlier on in the life of Africa CDC to the, um, the realization and acceptance that things need to be done differently on the continent, particularly, but um, things also need to be done differently globally when it comes to health security. The continent is part of the global architecture for health, for health security and our safety on the continent is part of the global safety, just like as the just like as it is for the safety of the rest of the world is the safety of the African continent. So we looked at our challenges holistically, and when using those challenges, we projected into the future the things that we must do to enable us protect the continent better. 
This is the focus of the new public health order. And the new public health order is a vision um, that needs to be implemented by everybody, particularly those who are working on the continent, but also um, those who are elsewhere uh, but working with us here on the continent. So it is for everybody. And the new public health order has five pillars, very essential to uh, the health security of the continent of Africa. The first pillar is to strengthen um, institutions that contribute to public health on the continent. Not just public health institutions, not just health institutions, but all institutions that contribute to um, better public health on the continent. These will be continental institutions like Africa CDC, the Africa Medicines Agency, ETC, and also um, national level institutions like um, our National Public Health Institutes, national CDCs in some countries, um, our national research institutes, um, our national um, level um, institutes, academic institutes that train um, our different professionals. So everybody has a place, whether state or non-state, so long as those institutions are contributing towards better public health on the continent, um, pillar one covers them, strengthening institutions for public health on the continent. When you have strong institutions, then you're always prepared because the institutions are doing a lot in terms of resilience, in terms of pre uh, preparedness, in terms of uh, prevention. And when there is an outbreak, then in terms of response. So these, the strengthening of these institutions is key to realizing the vision of a new public health order. The second pillar is strengthening our a workforce on the continent that contributes to public health. Um, we tend to focus on health workforce for um, a clinical care, whether it is doctors or it is nurses, um, but we rarely uh, give um, as much attention to those who are involved in um, health security issues, you know, our epidemiologists, our laboratory scientists, our community health workers, uh, ETC, ETC. So strengthening our health workforce requires us to do three things. One is we must train the right cadres of professionals on the continent. So irrespective of which professionals we find is a gap, there is a gap, we train them. Second is we give them the right tools to use um, after they have been trained, whether they are um, senior epidemiologists or community health workers in the, in the village, we give them the right tools. And then third is we deploy them to where they are needed. The current situation is we find epidemiologists very well trained, but they are based at the headquarters of the Ministry of Health, doing administrative work and not the training for which we've spent significant amounts of money and time um, uh, instilling in them. Um, you find um, community nurses, um, very well trained, but unfortunately not engaging with the community. They are running um, a clinical facility somewhere um, where the community has to come to you. You don't go to them. So we train them in the right numbers. We train the right cadres. We give them the right tools, and then we deploy them where they are actually needed. 
This is the second pillar, strengthening our health workforce on the continent. The third, and probably the most painful for me to reflect on, is we need to manufacture our own health products. And we need to manufacture our own health products that are as simple as masks and gloves to those that are as complex as therapeutics and vaccines. During um, the pandemic and some of the larger outbreaks, MPOX comes to mind quickly, um, the continent were not, uh, we were not prepared, um, especially for uh, things like vaccines and therapeutics. And we kept on asking for those from those who heard it. But they were also in um, a situation where they wanted to use their own uh, products. So they were not giving us any. It means that uh, we ended up delaying, for example, vaccination of, for COVID-19 um, to uh, a very late date where uh, even the public started to um, find themselves, sorting themselves out, so to speak, at the local level, rather than relying on uh, life-saving products like uh, vaccines. Masks, we manufactured masks on the continent, but today, if you walked into any shop to buy masks, um, the vast majority are being imported from outside. So even the lessons were learned for a very short time. We are no longer, uh, we are not yet, um, uh, you know, in charge of the products that we need for health security, uh, for um, addressing disease threats and uh, uh, other health um, emergencies. So that third pillar of owning your tools for response is key in Africa being safer in the days to come. And we must encourage local manufacturing of the health products that we need. We are still not there. 1% of the human vaccines that we use on the continent is far. Um, you know, something like um, 10, 15% of the therapeutics is far. Um, almost um, uh, uh, zero for PPEs is far. We need to do more to ensure that we are doing local manufacturing on the continent. The fourth pillar of the new public health order is um, uh, local resources. I like to call it domestic resources um, um, because local sometimes is uh, misconstrued. So domestic resources, I don't mean money only. I mean every type of resource that we have, be it knowledge, um, and we have experts like yourself, Vivian, um, <laughs> who um, sometimes, um, our experts sometimes complain that they're only brought on board when there is a crisis. But when it is peacetime, when we are supposed to sit and think how to prevent the crisis, we are very busy in workshops and, uh, um, you know, uh, meetings that are organized by non-African institutions. And uh, it takes our time. So we don't have time to think amongst ourselves. How do we prevent malaria from increasing? in a particular community? How do we stop cholera from spreading? Um, and we have all this knowledge and we have the people. So when I say domestic resources, I mean experts, I mean our institutions, I mean our private sector infrastructure, I mean our policies, and I mean money. Because money is important. But we must start at home. We mobilize what we have, and then when there are gaps, we ask others. The beauty of mobilizing what you have fast means that you will actually address your priorities. But when you wait for uh, help to come, and help is in quotes here, when you wait for help to come, whoever is bringing the help will come with their own priorities. And then your priorities becomes um, a second um, 
um, in uh, um, importance, and therefore the problem doesn't go away. So we must use our own local resource, and we have encouraged our member states that, look, don't say it is important to um, have um, uh, infrastructure for uh, preparedness and response uh, when it comes to health emergencies. Invest in it. Put money into a public health emergency operations center. Put money into the training of community health workers and paying them after they've been trained. Put money in um, uh, developing um, a cadre of health workers who are ready at all times to be able to be deployed. We, do, we shouldn't just talk about it. So um, um, that needs to begin um, locally and domestically. And uh, we have also been encouraging our private sector that, look, whenever there is um, a large uh, outbreak of anything, um, business will always suffer. So it is better for them to invest in prevention so that we don't get large outbreaks and large disease threats that will disrupt our ways of life. So domestic resources, people, knowledge, um, institutions, uh, money needs to start from home and then the gaps we engage with those who are uh, friends of Africa. The fifth pillar is partnerships. We are very aware that we need to be the ones who are doing this. We need to do it on our own, but we don't have to do it alone. We need to engage with those who have similar experience. We learn from them. We need to engage with those who have um, better tools so that we can be able to use those tools and access to them. We need to engage with those who are willing to help. But our, under the new public health order, the partnership must have two characteristics at a minimum. One is they must be action-oriented, which means they must produce results. Partnerships where we see four-by-four air-conditioned vehicles in the communities rushing there, picking a sample, rushing back, and uh, the disease doesn't go away, this kind of partnership we don't want. Partnership that will end up paying a lot of expatriates um, uh, to collect data, analyze, and say how bad the situation is, and we are not addressing the, the core problems. This one we don't want. We want action-oriented partnerships that give results, positive results for the continent. Second characteristics is these partnerships must be respectful of our priorities. When we say um, uh, outbreak, outbreak X needs community health workers to uh, uh, to really um, uh, give it the push that it needs, support community health workers. Don't support a pillar that is not going to make a big difference. Um, uh, so we want partnerships that will be action-oriented, giving us results, and we want partnerships that are going to be based on the priorities of the community uh, which we serve. These are the five pillars of the new public health order, a vision that needs to be implemented here on the continent, and we are encouraging our friends, brothers and sisters from elsewhere outside of Africa to use the same new public health order pillars uh, to address matters of health security because we know it will make a difference and we'll have less and less large outbreaks because we'll pick them early, we will um, uh, arrest their spread and uh, we'll be able to protect the communities here on the continent and beyond uh, much more efficiently. Back to you, Vivian. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Ahmed. It's very clear that partnerships is a key element of the implementation of this new public health order for Africa. And ownership for this new public health order does not just lie with Africa CDC. So how is Africa CDC really communicating these pillars to member states to foster ownership, to better respond um, to future health emergencies? No, thanks. In fact, that is um, 
the most critical part of um, our work around the new public health order today at Africa CDC, communicating this vision to all our partners, all our constituencies, but particularly our member states and our implementing partners, because these are the ones that we, we go with to the field. But a third constituency that is just as important is the African community itself, because there are aspects of the new public health order that we expect members of the public from various walks of life to be able to contribute to it at their local level. So there are two things that we are doing to communicate these pillars to our member states and um, also to our partners so that we can, as you say, foster um, ownership. One is every meeting of the Africa CDC with the member states, the new public health order is part of the discussion. How we can introduce resilience into the way that we work using these five pillars at community and country level. So we have infused um, the vision. Um, it's um, uh, I mean, communicating the vision into all aspects of our work so that every meeting, every um, uh, training, every engagement with our member states and partners, the new public health order is part of this conversation. Second is we um, are um, um, very regularly um, utilizing our reporting back system because we always have to report back to our member states, uh, our policy organs. That system, we are reporting back based on this structure, the five pillars to our member states. So they see what we are doing under each and every one uh, of those uh, pillars. So these two aspects are very important that uh, we've infused it into all our um, engagements. And then secondly, in all our reports, um, uh, the vision is part of it. The third one that is now um, a picking pace is the, the Conference of Public Health in Africa. This is where now we engage with um, all the scientists and experts, policymakers, ETC, um, and we are using this platform as well to um, ensure that we are sharing uh, the same vision, the same message of a new uh, public health order. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Dr. Ahmed, for sharing your insights and breaking down the new public health order for Africa and what this means um, for strategies to expand manufacturing of vaccines, diagnostics, and therapeutics on the Africa on the African continent. We've come to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. This podcast is a gear up to the third International Conference on Public Health in Africa. If you have not registered, please do so on the CPHI website. Attendance is possible in person or virtually. That's it for me, Vivian Hirkwazo. Thank you for joining me today on this Break It Down podcast, where we encourage engagement and awareness around various health issues. Do share your thoughts on this podcast on how we can achieve a new public health order for Africa. I look forward to seeing all of you in Lusaka, Zambia between the 27th and 30th of November. Thank you. And that's goodbye from me. Thank you so much for running this podcast. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you there as well. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye.